This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Okay, how about there in Denver, though? Marvin Mims. This is a guy, man, (laughs) where I know you struggle this one because my guy Mims just doesn't play a lot um, for the Denver Broncos. But what did you find? Yeah, so uh, obviously to start the season... It was like, all right, people, really, what about what? Get, let's get some Marvin Mims trotting. I'm like, let's get Marvin Mims to play a little bit more um, you right. know, before we get some Marvin Mims charting in there. I literally just finished his uh, charting right before we got started here. Uh, so here's the thing. Like, if I had to tagline it, yeah, I went into this looking for reasons. Like, why is Marvin Mims not playing more? And to be fair, he's played you know, since uh, their week nine by 69% of the snaps, 56% of the snaps and 48% of the snaps, which is up. So I sampled those three games. And then the game before that, the Kansas city game where he had one catch for zero yards. So I went into this saying, thinking like, why is Marvin Mims not playing more? Why had he not been playing more? Yeah. And I found out why he's not been playing more. Um, He's not been, he's just, I mean, here's the deal. (laughs) <laughs> I'm struggling with this because uh, he ran a, a go route, a nine route on 42% of his routes in those four games, <laughs> which, which is nuts. Um, <laughs> which is just Why? Why would you deploy a player like this? What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, he's really, yeah, he's really only running uh, clear out routes uh, and he has a 50% success rate on those, on those nine routes. Um, so, which is, it's not, it's like not, oh my God, he's just getting open on all these go routes. We got to unlock him. Uh, But it's not horrible, right? It's not Quinton Johnson on his nine routes or anything like that. Right. That being said, man, you look at the rest of the route tree and he doesn't get open anywhere else. Um, I think he looks like a guy that isn't really ready to play wide receiver full time in the NFL and be relied on yet. I think that's that's where Marvin Mims looks like right now. And, They've deployed him a little bit um, all over, you know, mostly off the line of scrimmage, 59.9% of his sampled snaps off the line of scrimmage. But, um, you know, he's been out at right wide receiver 38% of the time, uh, left wide receiver 29% of the time, in the slot about 24% of the time. And then he's been in the backfield as a kind of a pre-snap motion guy, 80, 8.2% of his sampled snaps. So, he is definitely playing a, a, an important role as that pre-snap motion guy. I think uh, Sean Payton's actually used motion to a really good degree in a really intentional, smart way in this Broncos passing game. But yeah, I mean, Mims right now, we're looking at a success rate versus man coverage of 42.3%. Looking oh. at a success rate versus zone of 69%. Um, he's just not really ready to, to rock in terms of running that full route tree. And, you know, when you hear a coach like Sean Payton the other day, he was, or the other a couple weeks ago, just... Like, oh man, you know, I'm 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 thinking of ways to get this guy more involved. I'm like, I I just got to figure it out, right? I think that kind of tells you something about where Marvin Mims is right now. That he is not, um, he is not ready to be like just fully integrated into the offense. Um, it's a pretty stripped down route tree, like I mentioned, 
And the routes that he's running beyond that go route, I mean, he's not really getting open um, a ton. I mean, it's not it's not Quinton Johnston level not getting open, but it is definitely <laughs> like there's no there's really no nuance. There's really no technique to him as a route runner. He's just kind of trying like when he gets open, it's it's just with with speed. Uh, so that's where it, where I am with him. I think he is in that like gadget slash developmental bucket of wide receivers. Give me that uh, success rate versus man again. Cause I, I heard it was in the forties, right? 42.3%. 42.3% from a historical database would be the fourth worst success rate versus man score. Obviously <clears throat> this is a short sample. So we can't improve um, if given a full slate of games here. But again, just to kind of give a context to the listeners here um, of how bad that score would be, a 42.5% you know, or whatever it is would be the fourth worst success rate versus man score ever recorded uh, in reception perception history. Uh, and now give me his success rate versus zone. I kind of want to just kind of 69%. Put that so 69%. So this is putting him in the Justin Hunter, Terrace Marshall area of success rate versus man and zone areas of what we're looking at for a player here. Um, as a matter of fact, that's right there uh, with Jalen Rager. These are not things that, that th these are not players that you want to be associated here with, Matt. Jalen Rager, Terrace Marshall. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, um, I, I do think, you know, like Marquise Lee, actually, right? We've talked about Marquise Lee recently just because we've been talking about Quinton Johnson, which, you know, is not a good thing. 44.1% success rate versus man for for um, for Marquise Lee. And, and like, I kind of think that Marquise Lee and Marvin Mims are a little similar-ish. Um, okay. Marvin Mims maybe has more uh, speed to him. Like, but yeah, you know, both these sure. guys, yeah, he's definitely faster. But both these guys were good college players that just, like, weren't route runners. And that's kind of where Marvin Mims is. And, you know, Marvin Mims, you look back at his – collegiate profile um there are some good indicators there are also some not so good indicators right like his success rate versus man was pretty solid 72 percent but 32nd percentile success rate versus zone 29th percentile success rate versus press like we talked about this that like again got open in the short area and down the field as a college prospect but the intermediate routes like the dig the curl the comeback to out those were not as good routes for him and like interesting that's, again, where you're going to win with nuance beyond just your athleticism and your clear speed that Marvin Mims has. Like, that had to get better at the college level. It wasn't there. It's definitely not there at the NFL level right now. Um, so that's where Marvin Mims is right now. I mean, it's not, like, over, obviously. We're not saying it's over for Marvin Mims. But, like, I went into this thinking, why is he not playing more, you know, and – the film shows you why he's not playing more like throw out the yards per route run and all the boosted stuff, like stuff like that, because he caught that one. <laughs> he had the one game where he had two catches for a hundred yards or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that's really real. I think that's just a, he had one broken, like a catch on a broken play and shoot with your Russ and you're like, ah, shoot, he's down there on a broken play. I'm going to throw him the ball. Right. But other than that, he hasn't right. shown himself to be a consistent earner. Okay. So, um, Sean Payton, I don't know if you saw this clip before, but they were asking, you know, people about what makes a good route runner. Okay. And Sean, Sean Payton, his, his own coach, uh, had a really interesting, um, thought on this, which is to be a great route runner, <clears throat> you could either beat somebody by going zero to 60, um, or you could beat somebody by going 60 to zero. Right. Mm. So basically you either go really fast or you can stop really fast. Um, and, and when you have both of those things going, oh, baby, now we're cooking with gas. Right. So Marvin Mims, we know, can go really fast. Um, I will ask you this. Can he stop really fast from what you've seen? 
Well, that would the the routes that we highlighted here from a college perspective alone, curl route seventy three point nine percent, comeback route thirty three point three percent. That would indicate no, right? Like dig mm. routes sixty percent, right? Out routes seventy five percent. That's fine, but that's where you're sort of having to try to change direction. Uh, yep. You're sort of having to alter your speed. That that would indicate no, and then I mean, look the 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 stuff in the rookie report obviously is is no. I mean, curl route success rate forty percent. He didn't even run a damn comeback route in this one. They're not having him do that right now. So, um, like I I think that is where he is right. he's struggling. Like they're just sending him down the field. If forty two percent of his routes are go routes, like that's just that's insane. That's you're not really actually being somebody um, that that is gonna be a real part of the offense. You know, there was actually a video. Um, I saw it on Barstool's like Twitter going around with it, like where he came up to a fan and the, and I'm sure they ripped it from somewhere because that's how it goes. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> definitely uh, they definitely did. For sure, um, you know they they was like he some fan was like coming up or he like some fan said to him from the um from the stands like oh Marvin no catches today and that I think it was the Bills game and and he's like yeah he doesn't throw to me anyways Marvin Mims so (laughs) even though he knows he's not getting the ball out there which sometimes like honestly when I watch Marvin Mims I'm not even sure he's all that fast of a player but I also can't tell if he's just like you know I'm I'm the clear out guy I'm not even getting a target here but you know what exactly but you know what, buddy? Like nobody's getting any targets in Denver. Okay, Russell Wilson, un- unless you're Cortland Sutton. Which, by the way, that's one thing. I, one point I do want to make here. I think Cortland Sutton okay. looks awesome this year. I think he has played wow. extremely good football. And you know, I've been dogging Cortland Sutton for the last oh, couple yeah. of years, man. Since that right. 2019 season, which 2019 season in reception perception was really solid stuff. Um, like 69% success rate versus man. Pretty solid number. Nothing like elite or anything, but pretty solid. And then he tore the ACL. Yeah. And I don't think he's come back at all well in 20, uh, 21 or in 22. This year, though, and I swear to God, I either made this point on this podcast or the or my other podcast. Um, I know I made a joke about it on Twitter that, remember, there was a headline in the offseason where Sean Payton has sat down with Cortland Sutton and has him looking at Michael Thomas's, uh, you know, 2019 film. And I made the joke that, well, if you look at Cortland Sutton's profile in RP, really the two routes he runs well are like the dig route, the slant route, and that's it. And what do we all call Michael Thomas? Slant boy, right? Because right. he got a ton of right. those targets. And you know what? Cortland Sutton's looking really good on those in-breaking routes so far this year. And <laughs> obviously what he does in tight coverage. So, look, Cortland Sutton's balling right now. He's really the only one getting any targets in that wide receiver room. I mean, Hey, I haven't heard from the yards per route run bros on Jerry Judy in quite some time. I wonder where, wonder where they're all at after bull, a cyber bullying me in the summer. I mean, Russ leads the NFL right now with the tw- uh, 20% of his passes are checkdowns according to fantasy points data. So it's like, uh-huh. yeah, Marvin Mims is not getting a lot of looks. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
that's really interesting, and it bums me out because I freaking love Marvin Mims, and uh, and he's got a long ways to go as a player, and I'm bummed. I don't want to hear that. People, want, the people don't want to hear that. Matt, come on, dude. You got to give the people a little a little positive news regarding Marvin Mims. I mean, this is a guy that 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 you know, dynasty players, fantasy players. We want to see more of Marvin Mims. We don't want to see less of him, man. Come on, what's going on? We want to call him Marvin Hims. That's what we want to do. Come on, bro. Give us some good news out of here. Well, maybe there's a marketing uh, ploy there with with Hims, the the hair loss, and you know the other the other stuff they do there. But right, um, right. right now, he's got a long way to go to earning any marketing campaigns. Again, forty two point three percent success rate versus man. Like we've got to get that up. Um, I know. I de- I think I definitely had a bold prediction that Marvin Mims was going to lead all rookies in receiving yards. Uh, <laughs> didn't I have that bold prediction <laughs> in the preseason? Let's just say, if I knew what I knew now, I would not be making that bold prediction. Uh, I think oh, Marvin no. Mims is indeed a long way away from being like um, an every you know kind of snap. I mean, certainly in every snap player. Um, I, I do wonder if we'll be looking at him as like, um, you know, they're not the same player because, you know, he this Kadarius Tony wins after the catch, but I do wonder if we'll be looking at him as like a Kadarius Tony type of player. Like, why don't they use him more? Well, there's maybe a reason they're not. Um, if I can glean anything, though, uh, just kind of, Putting all the pieces together, you know, that's what I do. Uh, when I when I think about Marvin Mims, though, uh, again, he's got tremendous speed and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, I I do wonder, uh, kind of factoring in his his that that post game video that you you know were uh, referencing there, I I just wonder, is he giving it his full effort uh, on these routes? And when you talk about these coverage scores against man and zone, um, and you're a rookie. You got to go all out, right? So mm-hmm. again, his his man scores are just atrocious, which you don't want to see. And and you talk about forty percent of his routes being go routes. Um, we also know that your your man you know success rate versus those routes are going to be naturally lower. Yep, um, as we know as well. So if I'm just trying to build a little positive momentum <laughs> somewhere, it's that. Yeah. Okay, if we diversify the route tree, if we get him more involved in the offense and make him feel like he is a real part of this offense, maybe he also gives a little bit more effort, you know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, this it, this is it, it's boggling the mind and it's a bummer to hear cuz I freaking um I want to see more of Marvin Mims. Yeah, that's I, for sure. I, I posted the sneak preview of this in the Discord today, and yeah, a lot of lot of sadness for for Marvin Mims <laughs> in the Discord because he was definitely, um, you know, wasn't like one of my top ten prospects in this class or anything. I don't I don't think yeah. he was, but um, there are guys I liked better. Uh, it, but he was someone I liked as a as a third round pick, you know, and I think. You know, I, yeah. I, I will tell, I will give this for Marvin Mims. He's been a great kick returner this year. He's been balling out from, the, from the kick returner perspective. <laughs> um, so that been has been good to see. Um, I, part of me is, you know, thinking when we all said in the off season, like, well, you know, Sean Payton loves Marvin Mims because he traded up sure. for Marvin Mims and all that. And now I'm kind of thinking like, did Sean Payton trade up for Marvin Mims because he just like liked him as a, as a kick returner option. Oh, you know, when you're, when you're Sean Payton, like you can do whatever the F you want because you, yep. you basically own this team. You are the judge jury executioner. You could be like, yeah, you know what we're going to do? We're going to, I like this guy's kick returner. Go ahead and trade up for him in the second round. I know we don't have a lot of draft resources, but I like this guy's kick returner. Trade up for him in the second round. I don't think that's true, but I'm just saying I will give Sean Payton credit though. 
I think he's done a great job coaching this offense. I think it's a it, look. They yeah. have like I, I've called them the Broncos tastefully boring. That's where I think they are this year. I think they're tastefully boring. Uh-huh. Um, they're getting the best out of Russell Wilson, which I don't is not like like let's cool it with these. Everybody needs to apologize for Ru- to Russell Wilson. Like, all right, yeah, he's he's solid. He's 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 managing the games. They're having to do, like I said, twenty percent leads leads all quarterbacks. Twenty percent check down rate. They're not asking him to to be the the show here. Um, it's just a solid offense. Don't make mistakes. Keep the trains on the track. Um, it's not as if they have like a dominant run game. They have a fine run game. Their defense yep. has gotten back on track. I think it's oh, yeah. a well-coached team. Uh, I, I think if anything, we need to give Sean Payton some apologies. I Listen, nobody needs to give Russ Wilson apologies at all. Okay. Cause first of all, if he was terrible last year because he was out of shape and wanted to do all these weird things on the offense by himself, that's on him. I don't we don't, we don't owe him no apologies. What yeah. you talking about, man? Like he decided to come into training camp way in way better shape and also decide to actually listen to an, a a great offensive minded coach in Sean Payton. That listen, you don't need, we don't need to apologize for that, okay? He just decided to put his head on straight and play football, man. Like what you talking about? I don't owe no apologies to nobody for that, yeah. okay? But I do think everybody was bagging on Sean Payton through the first five weeks of this, through oh, the yeah. first six weeks of the season when they had one win versus five losses. They've now rattled off five wins in a row. By the way, a win against Kansas City looked dominant. A win against Buffalo, okay? A, a win against, by the way, put 29 points up on one of the best defenses in the NFL in Cleveland. All right, this is if we if we're going to apologize to anybody, let me tell you right now, we need to apologize to Sean Payton because people said, oh, he doesn't have it anymore. He done lost it. Listen, five wins in a row. Three of them are pretty darn impressive. I'm just saying, man, uh, if, if we're throwing apologies out to anybody, it better be to freaking Sean Payton, man. Um, yeah. Also, do you think? Do you think that the, the Broncos are going to make the playoffs? Because I kind of think I kind of think they could, right? <laughs> Tastefully boring um, into the playoffs would be I don't know, not desirable. I I don't want to see the Broncos in the playoffs, but it's a wide open. The AFC is wide open right now, man. It's insane um, how wide open the 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 uh, AFC is. It's nuts. I mean, according to New York Times, uh, the playoff predictor, they have a 27% chance to make the playoffs. So um, it's not like a lock, but it's possible. Uh, they have a better win percentage than the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. Bills 6-6, six and six, Broncos 6-5. Six and five. Yeah. So there's a chance. I mean, um, the Colts have a 62% chance to make the playoffs, according to New York Times. Like, they're... They're looking good. So both teams are six and five. One team has a twenty-seven percent chance, and the other one's got a. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, it must be the upcoming schedule. Although the Broncos have already played the Chiefs twice now, so they don't got them on the schedule anymore. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, it, listen, man, they're six and five, dude. They're only like a game away. <laughs> I mean, who's ahead of them? Steelers are seven and four. Browns are seven and four. Uh, again, the Jags are eight and three. The the Chiefs are eight and three, and the Dolphins are eight and three. They're not that far behind. No, they're not that far. And the schedule upcoming for Denver, Houston this week. That's tough, obviously. Um, Chargers, 
They get they have the Chargers twice. Winnable to end the season, but yeah, they'll. Pro- I feel like they'll split with the Chargers. The Chargers are dumb enough to lose one game and and win one other. They have the the Lions. That's a tough one, but um, that's a tough it, one in Detroit. Then the Patriots. Okay, that's a win. And then they're in Las Vegas for Week 18. That could definitely be an important game for not for the Raiders, but for the the, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Um. Although. I'm just saying the Raiders playing a lot better football too. If we're talking about teams, um, you know, improving Raiders, obviously playing a hell of a lot better football uh, as of late as well. 2400 sports is an odyssey company.